0: Welcome to another keel haul podcast i'm your host captain logan and we've got a lot of sea of thieves news to cover today so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast ahoy there pirates i hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend i know i did this week we've got a few stories to cover including the xbox hall of fame rewards the pirate academy and if you're ready to attend and is sea of thieves too demonic for your mom all that and more in this week's episode of keel haul podcast First up on today's docket, let's dive into what the Xbox Hall of Fame is. Now, I am not familiar with this as a, a recent adapter to the Microsoft ecosystem, thanks to Sea of Thieves. And in the two years that I've been covering this game, I've never heard of any of this Xbox. Hall of Fame. Now, if you're familiar with this, then you're probably laughing at me at the moment because you are fully aware of what this entails. But I had to do some digging and I have to say I'm really surprised at what they are asking. So, first off, uh, the reason why this is getting brought up on this week's episode is because it pertains to Sea of Thieves. This is the first time I've ever seen anything for Sea of Thieves and you hopefully knew about this going into uh this weekend because unfortunately by the time you're listening to this it is already ended. Uh it is already 10/5/2020 or October 5th 2020 and uh this was between the 2nd and the 4th. So, what they wanted you to do was to go out and earn as much emissary value as a pirate legend in athena's fortune as possible now obviously you have to be a pirate legend to be able to gain access to athena's fortune emissary voyages so if you were playing between the second and the fourth and i believe this was limited to xbox consoles only and was associated with your live account you must also be in participating countries and 17 years old Uh, it's really interesting to see that this is going on because the prize pack for this is pretty impressive and if you don't know what the prize pack is it is an xbox hall of fame prize pack which will include an xbox hall of fame trophy of course a 12-month subscription to xbox game pass paid and an xbox hall of fame branded hoodie sweatshirt and also an xbox series x they they might have mentioned something about that yeah If you are one of the participating uh, players and you win, and there is one award per participating country per category, you will win an Xbox Series X. And this is interesting when you look at Sea of Thieves. Now, when this news came out, it was really surprising for me to read it and kind of dive into it and think, man, could I jump into this? And I thought, yeah, I probably could jump into this. But I've got a busy weekend with uh, what I have going on through you know destiny and sailing and streams and podcasts. I probably wasn't going to have very much chance of getting high in the emissary value or on the leaderboards for the Athena's fortune as much as I love doing it. But if you were out sailing this weekend, there might have been a good chance that you came across some people working on Athena's fortune emissaries. And if so, Maybe you got some loot and really, uh, really upset their day because they were shooting for that free Xbox Series X. Now that the time is over, I would love to see who won uh, in their respective country, because this is as interesting as it is a game that you can play regardless of which country you live in with other countries. And uh, one of the interesting things that popped up was the concept of alliance servers, And I was kind of surprised that so many people, even though this is a feature that has just recently been introduced within the last year, have forgotten that emissary value is a per crew ranking. You do not get to benefit from other emissary turn-ins as far as I remember. Now, I could be wrong, and you're more than welcome to write in and tell me, hey, Logan, you're wrong about that. It does benefit from alliances, but as far as I know loot turned in in alliances does not earn you ledger ranking so for all of those out there hunting down athena's fortune chests and goblets and kegs hoping to maybe get a boost in your ledger emissary rank sorry unless your name is prodigy x in which case you have a community that's supporting you and they dish it all out to you to get you to win that series x and that's their way of supporting you they may not give you uh subs or bits they may just want you to win this thing and that's probably not likely the case honestly because uh, prodigy x has moved on to other games and uh looking forward to seeing what he's out there playing and i would not be surprised if other streamers maybe lesser known ones that i am aware of are having this uh this process given to them as well too maybe they're working with their community to try and win this prize that's as far as i know well within the rules so if you guys take a look at this um and you're say been playing since 2013 on your xbox you might be interested to know that gamer score is another category whoever has the highest gamer score will win one of these prizes and this goes until october 19th in fact all of these contests uh, go on until october 19th where i'm sure things will be evaluated and people will earn prizes you know there's also going to be the achievement conqueror whoever has the most achievements earned in the lifetime of the xbox one and that goes from november 22nd the launch of of the xbox one back in 2013 all the way to october 19th in 2020 when we will be waiting patiently for another month while we get our series x consoles the game pass ruler most xbox game pass titles played in a lifetime of xbox one that also goes during the duration of the xbox one console so if you've played a lot of xbox games since game pass has been introduced you might have a chance at this and then there's others that are more time limited uh things that begin in october one in september in fact september actually started on the 22nd with forza horizon 4 getting the fastest lap On the xbox hall of fame circuit something i was not even privy to because i was just playing that game the other day and had no information about it pop up on my screen kind of a bummer stated decay starts in october 16th and goes to the 18th so that weekend if you eliminate all plague hearts as quickly as possible on a freshly started map at standard zone difficulty or above you will be possibly winning one of these prize packs i went ahead and talked about the sea of thieves one uh that is the one that is kind of pertaining the most to us since we're the ones that are mostly playing sea of thieves if i had to comment on of the on any of this uh just as a overall segment i i think it's great I think it's great that Xbox is rewarding those who are loyal to the games that have been keeping uh, Game Pass going. Uh, in between, like Master Chief uh, Collection or you know Gears games getting released, Stated K two, Forza Horizon four, and Sea of Thieves. To me, they're the bigger staples for the Game Pass ecosystem for first party content. Uh, when I think of Gears five, I think a lot of people are happy with the actual um campaign but they mostly play horde mode and with Halo most people are going to be playing through the multiplayer maps uh which is fine that's how most people play a lot of those titles uh and hopefully they find some fun and maybe this drives a little more engagement into Forza Horizon 4 which I know is a very loved and beautiful game state of K2 which has come a long way especially since their Juggernaut edition and of course Sea of Thieves probably in my opinion, one of the biggest staples on game pass launch day one on game pass and uh, for sale elsewhere, probably one of the best games that you could jump into Uh, bugs and all definitely think that this was a great way to showcase the new emissary system for Thieves, something that's very recent to our game and a great way to kind of capitalize on people getting out there and sailing. So if you were out there, I truly hope that you got as many Athena fortune turn-ins and your emissary rank was as high as possible. And if you weren't shooting for that, I hope you were able to sink plenty of ships out there carrying tons of Athena ships uh, or Athena treasure and being able to turn that into the Reapers to get that credit. Next up on today's docket, let's dive in once more into the stand-up for Cancer sales uh the sales of the union again i wanted to reiterate just because i feel like i touched on it last week but i want to keep bringing this up Uh, i got a chance to sail this week uh, and it was a really good time and i got to support these liveries and i will say that the scurvy build rat set is probably the best you can find as far as pairing up these liveries uh to sales so they've got the arrows they've got the yellow coloring but I do have to say I really love the colors that they picked for these sales and the glowing nature of them. Uh, They look great. They're available until November 6th. I would really highly, highly Uh, recommend that players go out and get these if you can the cause is worth supporting they're available on steam and the microsoft store Uh, they show up pretty quickly they shine at night and they've got beautiful little star patterns and across uh, three crossed arrows which i i actually still kind of want to understand a little bit more about why that looks like that but you can pick these up for uh, five pounds sterling or six us dollars on those uh, respective stores Um, i'm sure they are available in other countries i just probably don't have access to those to be able to touch on that next up on today's docket i wanted to dive into a really interesting change to the sea of thieves website now if you've been over there for a little bit you might have noticed some changes with your profile you've been able to access many things including your inventory and achievements but there's a new feature and i don't know that i know how to enroll or maybe i have enrolled two years ago and i am so ready for this pirate academy that i could probably teach there in fact i probably do teach there i probably just don't realize it so if you guys head over to the Pirate uh, or the sea of thieves uh, dot com if you go to forward slash pirate academy you're gonna find a really interesting uh bunch of information for new pirates and the reason they're doing this i imagine is kind of a good way to try and introduce people if you go to the website but I will say this is kind of hidden on the website I actually had to find it in the game and then off on the sidebar there's a pirate academy and without really knowing that that's a good place to start for new players uh, I don't know how much discoverability this is going to find us Um, I am pretty happy with what they've talked about now they've actually gone in in dying or dove dived uh, they dove into a lot of different things that you can learn in the pirate academy and this ranges anywhere from picking your pirate to getting around uh, your first steps crewing up life and death uh, outpost features as well as the different uh order of souls or or trade companies including the reaper's bone and or bones and the hunter's call as well as navigation tools, practical tools, voyage quest items, musical instruments, and of course supplies. Now this is just a small portion of what's in the actual pirate academy. You can actually download the new player guide and the new player guide will actually have a f- fairly decent PDF. Uh, looks like at least 24, 25 pages of information kind of diving into some of the things you can expect as a new sailor including the pirate code something I actually really love it dives a little bit into adventure and arena and even gives you a nice layout of what mouse and keyboard uh, default settings for controls are as well as what the controls are for controllers which is a really weird way of saying that now that I think about it. But as I look at the image of the beautiful Sea of Thieves limited edition controller and then glance down to my beautiful version of it, I can't help but really want to pick it up and keep using it for other stuff. But it is it is standing by. It's It's basically for when I play games on my PC, I don't want to use it that much because the more I use it, it's going to get destroyed. And I, I just I want it to last as long as possible. Getting back to the player's guide. So the player's guide dives into the same things that the uh, what I mentioned earlier on. But it also talks about uh, Duke, the Dark Lord and the Bilge Rats, which is slightly out of date and World Events, which failed to mention as far as I can tell, uh, the new Ashen Lords, but it does dive into uh, the tall tales. It has a lot of information about what to expect when you get on a ship and what each of the different parts of the ship are for, including some of the actual names of uh, the the different parts. Like apparently, there's the grog barrel versus the water barrel. So you know, one to get you drunk and one to help you get undrunk. And it also dives into how to get back to your ship sharks some of the different equipment you're going to have and what you're going to want to worry about as far as uh like throwables um so i really like that they're doing this i i really just don't know how many people are going to dive into it unless you're already a hardcore fan I have spent many a time digging through websites for games that I'm not too familiar with to try and find out how to play them with very little success. In fact, most of the time, I generally have a better chance of talking to someone and having them explain stuff to me than trying to look up websites or listen to YouTube videos. In fact, I do that a lot. One thing that I did find interesting in the PDF is it talks about open crew versus closed crew and how to find a crew in general, as far as clubs, hubs, affiliate alliances, Reddit, official forums, and the Discord servers that are available out there one thing that i have uh been asked of from some of the cm team uh former cm team is if my discord is big enough to be considered an affiliate uh discord and unfortunately it's not i'm i'm about halfway through there as far as uh, the player count uh, on my discord server and i wouldn't mind being on there but at the same time The people that are there are great people and they found the discord natively or organically, I say, uh, better. And I, I kind of like that aspect of it. I think it's great when people are invited in either by myself or by other pirates from the discord. That way everyone kind of knows each other and it's a little safer environment for those uh, that do join up. The interesting thing about this is that it dives into, uh, streams of thieves, which is kind of diving into the creator crew and the partner program. Uh, sadly, it looks like they are still representing a uh, mixer in this PDF, which unfortunately at the time of this recording is no longer a thing. Uh, they have some frequently asked questions here. Can I play Sea of Thieves offline? Uh, short answer no the one interesting thing that is in here is uh, what's the sea of thieves insider program uh, as well as I've just started playing and sea of thieves what should I do now and can I play sea of thieves by myself not too much information r- regarding is sea of thieves a pve vp game and uh, I think I said that right uh and if you can play it as a PVE game something that still seems to be a very uh very highly discussed topic I, I would say debated Topic within the community. A lot of people have very strong feelings about these. And uh, with the advent of private servers eventually coming to the mass, uh, I'm sure we will probably have some people that enjoy that. Although I know that others still want to earn achievements in a play space that's a little more savory to their uh, to their taste something that's a little bit safer for them to not have to worry so much um, especially if they aren't fully able to play the game and they do require assistance uh, it would be nice to have a safe place for them to enjoy the game their way and still earn uh, achievements and feel a sense of accomplishment um, rare really seems to be emphasizing a few things with this they really want to touch on making sure that sea of thieves is a safe space for people to play uh understanding that it a pirate game does not give you free reign to be a jerk about things and to use hate speech or be derogatory or uh just a, a bad bad person in general now you can you can you know you can pirate talk as much as you want to people and curse them and tell them that you're going to take their treasure or sink them and things like that but keep it within the the state of the game you know keep it in contextual pirate talk if you want uh just try to make sure that it's not something that is going to eventually end up hurting uh the game because of toxic behavior um I think this is kind of a good time to dive off. Let, let's let uh, just say that there's one little last bit about the Pirate Academy that I wanted to touch on. Uh, that isn't really. Uh, I mean, I think it's a big deal, but it's kind of surprising. I wasn't really expecting this as I was digging into it. But it turns out that if you are a fan of the lore, like I am, and you have been reading the, uh, extended universe content through the comics, as well as the books, you might recognize that some of these articles are written by none other than nine cat Nura, who in my opinion is the, uh, well, the more spicy half of, uh, diving bell and nine cat Nura. Uh, they were two that found Flameheart juniors. Yeah. Flame heart juniors, uh journal and subsequently read through it and then notated in it and uh we're kind of recounting the tales of how flameheart jr became the skeleton lord that he currently is wherever he may be um i the thing i like about this is that nine cat is a prominent figure in that book uh i think she's really fun and i'm looking forward to being able to see her in game now the interesting thing about this is that they've actually picked a pirate to represent her so we now actually see what she looks like uh, she's got a great model they picked a really good outfit for her and she still has that kind of spicy attitude that I that I love in the uh, tales of Sea of Thieves in the writings of the pirate academy so if you go over to sea of thieves you can find her profile uh and if uh, i would be so bold she writes welcome would-be pirates i'm nine cat nura writing to you from the sea of thieves why (laughs) i was promised a good amount of gold if i did that's why besides the rest of my crew are ashore handing in a couple of skulls to Madame olive over at the well I'm getting ahead of myself if you're reading this you've almost certainly been tempted by the pirate life and want to get a taste of it yourself that's great to know because everyone out here loves a rookie especially the sharks I love it it's exactly what I welcome everyone to see a thieves as I really love all of the rookies out there getting tons of treasure for me and learning some combat lessons along the way while I So still like to enjoy getting a good fight in with some veterans too. It's really great to see some lore come to Sea of Thieves. I feel like it's been a while. I feel like I've been trying to find a hook into the game to to draw me away from other stuff especially as busy as this this winter is going to be as this fall season is going to be it's a big time right now in the gaming industry and i want to make sure that there's things that i that draw me into sea of thieves and seeing nine Nura and finding out that she's writing uh writing these these articles for the pirate academy so that people can get their sea legs is great i love it it's it's so nice to see that they're trying to capitalize on the characters that they have invested in for years and done nothing with because uh, to be perfectly honest i think diving bell and nine cat Nura are two of some of the more interesting characters that we've come across in sea of thieves uh and they're not even in the game yet so i can't wait to find out now that we have lorena uh i can't wait to see more of her crew hopefully come to sea of thieves uh, i'm sure that they will be additional bilge rats and i can't wait to see diving bell and nine cat show up in the game at some point it's a promise a hint a tease something that wants to give you something that will comfort you in the knowledge of uh, lore being brought to the game from the extended universe as was promised so long ago when we had asked about whether or not nine cat or diving bell were going to ever make it to the game because it was still in question and after so long it feels great to finally put a face to the name. boy there mateys uh if you're like me you're looking forward to all of the great games that are coming in the next few months and boy are there a lot of them assassin's creed star wars uh, rogue squadron we've got cyberpunk lots of awesome games that are going to be coming to the consoles that you want to play them on and what better way to experience them all without having to dish out a full price than using Gamefly? So if you go into the show notes, you'll find a link where you can get the first 60 days for 10. 10- Dollars. After that, it'll start at its regular cost. And you may be thinking, sure, but what about new games? Well, using the standard all-access plan, you can reserve a new game up to six weeks in advance and ensure that it ships on the same day as retailers would ship it to you. You get to play it. You return it whenever you want, and pick another game if you want. And they even have a two-disc plan that involves uh, two games, or a game in a movie, or two movies. And with the movies, they even even have blu-ray dvds as well as 4k ultra just the right thing for that new series x so head over to the show notes look for that link take a look at the terms and services and see if it's something you might be interested in trying out for 10 bucks for 60 days and get into some new games outside of just CFEs, because boy there are a lot of good games out there thanks love you all right pirates um this is a little bit tougher of a discussion point for the news this week it's surprising that this has just cropped up uh I'm really curious to find out kind of maybe what prompted these articles to show up but it turns out that Kotaku uh not my favorite publication in fact I'm I'm not too big of a fan of certain writers uh that are from there and maybe have since moved on um but we got an article this last Friday uh, regarding Sea of Thieves. And of course, when Sea of Thieves news pops up around uh, articles, around gaming reviews, and um, just the general industry, I always love to jump on and see what they're talking about. In fact, we did get some awesome stories recently, and I will hopefully have some more news about that next week, uh, pending some scheduling conflicts. And this article unfortunately is not one of those Uh, this is actually something that is calling back to what happened in july now obviously back in july if you were keeping watch on twitter as well as reddit uh, and twitch you were probably aware that there was a fair amount of uh, issues i will say some maybe bad decisions or ill-informed decisions well maybe not ill-informed I would say probably some poorly communicated decisions uh, from both parties uh, lots of parties honestly and I think that this dives into it um, so if you guys have no clue what I'm talking about l- let me stop beating around the bush and just talk about it Kotaku put out an article talking about how Sea of Thieves has lost some of their streamers Uh, As a response to toxicity that was a result of some events that happened back last May. Now this is dealing with Say Hey Rocco as well as a few other streamers that I will spare their names for the sake of getting any kind of backlash. Uh, Say Hey Rocco has already dealt with a lot that he should not have had to deal with, and his family should not have had to deal with. And it's interesting that this is coming out now, uh, a couple months after the events have actually passed now if you're not familiar a fair number of sea of thieves uh, partnered streamers have left the actual partner program Uh, they've moved on to other games and many other people who are unhappy with the way this got treated ended up stopping the game or stopped playing the game as well too and to be perfectly honest i gave it a good long hard thought and I really had a hard time with this because the people involved were people that I considered uh, really good people that deserved better, but I don't know what could have been done that was better that happened. I have some personal opinions on that, but I don't want to dive into that because uh, really it's not going to be changed. And my opinion being out there doesn't impact what was already done what was done was done i had no hand in it i had no information about it until it had already passed but i did see the blowback as a result and if anything that's what really kills me because i don't know that there was a perfect answer to this that couldn't have been construed in a way that still ended up hurting people which is kind of a shame because i love the people that were hurt and the people that made the decisions to leave Sea of Thieves in the community. But there are so many other people in the community that are doing right by the pirate code and the terms of service and are trying to make the seas a better place, a more welcoming place, a place where people can find this game, not understanding what's been going on personally between different parties and just want to enjoy the game. And that's ultimately what kept me sticking with the game now obviously this has hurt my feelings uh as a result of this the incidents that happened and as such i've felt less connected to the dev team the way i used to and likewise i felt like the team has disconnected with me as well i don't feel like i have quite as much communication with them as i used to now obviously part of that is them being super busy and me not reaching out all the time but it definitely feels like um there's a little bit of a disconnect than there used to be and i don't know why or what happened or if that can ever be mended but generally it sucks it feels bad um so seeing this article kind of reopened some bad wounds uh in a time where what i wanted to do was to try and focus on the goal of the podcast which is to try and inform fans listeners of the going on that deals with of Thieves, whether it be news from the the company themselves or whether it be in the community and to find a place for your guys's stories for your stories your stories are what really really kind of invigorate people to go out and play sea of thieves they hear these tales they want to play they want to go out and have fun and if they're finding that uh, respite from their day in the year 2020 of whatever this is then that's the important part Is trying to find a place where you don't have to deal with toxicity. Now, I could go to any game and probably find some toxicity. So that's why I think I try to emphasize uh, the charities supporting the good causes, bringing good people to the game through those means or the giveaways that they have where they're trying to bring you cosmetics for uh properties that you enjoy you know first party content that that are from microsoft that you you want to have that kind of representation in the game and stories from the community people who have really good nights and really awesome experiences and want to share that with other people because they just love the game and that's what i wanted to focus on uh since july it's why i kept doing the podcast it's not something i really talked about but it's generally because I didn't feel like I needed to say that I felt like me just doing the podcast the way I had been, but addressing this is as respectful as a way as I possibly can. Obviously I'm, I'm an idiot, so I can't always make things come out the right way. And I always say things wrong most of the time anyway. So it's hard to get this right just when I'm not talking about sensitive subjects. So. I just wanted to let you all know that I think the, the team at rare have learned a lot about their first stab at making a games as a service about having in a community that is directly connected to them and influencing the development uh in part with uh the partners and that the partners are intended to act as promotional guides for see to promote an area where you can have a positive environment and I'm gonna be real honest right now and say that rare has stated that they have made changes internally to help make sure that this doesn't happen again and I have to take their word for that uh I haven't heard otherwise and I haven't seen otherwise so far but at the same time we're in a world where we're still having some contests going on dread pirate doug is doing an awesome job right now of being able to bring you some great content through the race of legends and i've also seen some really good competitions go down and i haven't heard of anything coming up from the partnered programs or the partners that kind of reflects that things have gone south as opposed to north in the sense that they're getting better so The one thing that I will say would probably help out a lot with bringing on new Sea of Thieves partners to the program is the Xbox Ambassador program. And if you're not familiar, I've talked about it in the past, I'll touch on it lightly, but it's a place where they're trying to bring in more people to build a positive environment to build in a safe haven where everyone is welcome and that it's something it's a commitment you sign a commitment to try and be the best person you can be in gaming with microsoft and they reward you for that they they have levels i found out that i'm a gold level uh this season and i was really happy about that and with sea of thieves partners i feel like i feel like it shouldn't be a question but it seems like it needed to, to it seems like it, it should have been to begin with uh but with the terms of service through microsoft and what they outline as far as harassment goes and how it's not acceptable and the C of thieves terms of service as well as the pirate code i felt like we had enough of a of a safety net to protect people from getting harassed. And it didn't. And it 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 makes me upset every time I think about it because it's not right. So I wanted to see if there was one more barrier to entry that we could put in for the partners that really kind of make sure that if you want the best people that are getting brought into the pioneer pro or into the partner program, that they're not just popular people they're good people and i think the xbox ambassador program should be one more step that they have to commit to they have to go through they have to read a bunch of junk they have to click accept and they have to commit to getting into the partner program sure if you're trying to become a cfe's partner right now and you're streaming your butt off and you're trying to hit the requirements or you're making youtube videos and you're trying to hit those views i understand trust me i make a podcast. I don't even have a means of getting into the partner program, but I would love to be in the partner program because I see that there's benefits for my community for it. Now, I would love to be able to talk with other partners and get their thoughts on things and help build a better game for people because I feel like I would bring some valuable opinions to the, to the discussion that would help maybe get some more accessibility to the game or get some safer environments to the game or just some improvements to some of the lore or uh, more story being told in different new and interesting ways. I can't do that uh, with the medium that I did. So trust me. If you're out there and you're listening to this and you feel like you are having to jump one more hurdle to get into the partner program i'm right there with you if more people jump onto the ambassador program commit to being a positive person in the gaming sphere and to try and make sure that they are welcoming people teaching them the ropes uh being kind to those and you know what you can still be a pirate that's that's it's not mutually exclusive you can still be a pirate you can still be an ambassador you can still sink other ships and steal treasure and still wish them uh you know well on their next voyage and hope that they have a better time uh with other players out there or or you know how things are going on the seas I just want the best for this game and I think it's possible I think it's doable I think I would love to see more uh well no i I take that back i have seen a lot coming out from rare trying to reaffirm of their stances about no no exceptions when it comes to um toxic behavior and i really hope that the people who've been uh pointed out with the say hey rocco situation are kept under a closer eye You know, keep your friends close. You keep your enemies closer kind of thing. You want to, if someone, you know, raises a red or a yellow card on someone on the field, you're going to pay more attention to that player. And that player may get a red card at some point, but at least the yellow card is that warning. It's like, Hey, you really have to pay attention to what you're doing because you're this, you know, I, I'm, it's a podcast. I can't show you how close my fingers. Imagine my fingers are very close together very close together. And they are that close to getting a red card. And that's about as much uh, football knowledge as I have. So I'm going to leave it at that. Hey, you know, I, I thought I was done with that last topic. And to be perfectly honest, the reason I'm jumping back into it is I think that this article and I, you know, I, I, I've gone through the article and I thought about it. And the more I think about it, the more I realize that I think this is something you guys really should read. Uh, it's a it's a lot. There's a lot of information, but the information actually dives into a lot of the stuff beyond just Rocco. It actually dives into the history of some of the things that have caused rifts with the Sea of Thieves community where we've had problems in the past and the actions of Rare in this instance. And to try and just kind of put a cherry on the top of the idea that I was trying to craft when I before I got into the rant was that i wanted to point out that i believe that rare wants to be the best company they can be in making this game and they are going to continue to learn how to make a games as a service uh, for us and we are directly responsible for giving them the right feedback for this and it comes down to Ensuring that we are trying to put in the proper amount of time and insiders to give our feedback about future content for those that don't don't mind being spoiled, but also uh, issues that they run into as far as bugs, and two, speaking to them on social media about what they like and what they don't like in a constructive manner that doesn't just result in, hey, you know, I don't think this is cool, uh, or hey, this this sucks. You know hey this sucks doesn't fix anything in the world you can say it and you may feel better about it it's not going to change anything you have to open a line of dialogue anytime you say that i guarantee you i guarantee you all it does is shut down lines of communication doesn't matter who you're talking with if you say hey this sucks to someone they're gonna be like okay cool i wash my hands very few people are empathetic enough that are willing to sit there and take the time to say, I understand, and I'm sorry. What can we change to make it not suck? Hey guys, uh, before I get into this next story, I just wanted to apologize, because I realized after going back to edit it that I pronounced Hitbo TC's name totally wrong through the whole thing, and I didn't even click until I went back and started listening so sorry about that um hopefully you guys understand and uh on with the show all right pirates the last story I wanted to dive into is an interesting one so I I took a break went and chilled out for a little bit and I have to come back to you with some sad news um unfortunately because I feel like I may have been led astray by the skeletons and the magic and the whale lord because i did not realize that this game is a pretty demonic game and we're all subjects of the whale lord and if you're not too familiar with what i'm talking about you might not have run into uh hit c um who is one of the better twitch streamers and youtube content creators out there for see Thieves? uh he's been doing it for quite a while and it's been quite enjoyable uh to see his content come through he's been playing for a long time and has done a really good job at fostering a pretty good community uh that follow him through his uh adventures and the one thing that i have to say is kind of cr- <sighs> I gotta be careful about that word. The thing that is surprising that I didn't expect was uh him coming out on stream this last week to announce that he has to move and he's had to move from Oklahoma back to Oregon. So if you're not familiar with the situation, basically what turned what what happened was uh recently um hit found out that his mother-in-law is very very upset with what she believes is sea of thieves a very demonic game and a lot of this might have actually come down from the fact that he tends to joke about all hail the whale lord which does sound very cultish i admit but When building a brand, when coming up with phrases, I'm sure many of you are familiar with mine. Uh, They happen because they happen and you don't really plan on it. And the Whale Lord just kind of ended up being one of his things. And it was funny. Everyone enjoyed it. In fact, many people still do it all the time, but not to his mother in law. And unfortunately, she believes that the game is too demonic to have underneath her house or her roof so in response uh hit bot and his wife who had been saving up to buy a house and were uh, lucky enough to be able to stay with uh his mother-in-law um have recently had to move and it's a killer it sucks because you really don't plan on that and when he spends a majority of his time streaming sea of thieves that is where his community is they want to watch that content from him it's not just as easy as jump and ship on the on on sea of thieves and picking up another game and keeping that retention so it's a it's a my heart goes out to you dude i really really feel for you because it's not fun when people's uh, people believe in something to be negative that really is probably not negative but they just don't want to deal with it they don't want to have that in their life and you're kind of forced to decide do I keep my livelihood or do I find a new place to live um, kudos to you for trying to be uh, the the trying to take the best road that you can take on this dude um, I I i can't imagine having to move over a video game that's just a it's it's kind of mind-blowing just to even think about it um he does say that he does very much love his mother-in-law that they're still in good terms as far as i can tell and thanked her for keeping them giving them a, a place to stay while they saved up to to be able to buy a home and as much as he disagrees with his mother-in-law, he will continue to plan, uh, play Sea of Thieves for the time being. Um, I really, I wish there was a better situation for this. It, it's definitely, of all the things to happen in the year 2020 of Coconut Fever, this is not one of those ones that I thought I'd ever see. Uh, Captain Falcor moving as a result of his landlord experience and what's been going on with that. I can definitely understand how landlords can be and how that ended up being. It was a really bad bad shrift that he got, and I feel for him for having to deal with that this though this is just surprising, and I'm kind of wondering, have any of you listening to this had have to deal with that? Have you ever run into this where you've been living somewhere and the person that you're living with has a a uh for lack of a better term a resentment towards the a game has it been too gory has it been too demonic has it been uh inappropriate for the I, he's an adult he is a, a, a functioning adult he buys his own stuff he does his own thing i just it's so surprising to me i just i can't I can't process this but dude my heart goes out to you I was watching the stream VOD and it just it kept I could just see like this the same feelings that I'm feeling now I watched you having and it was just killing me because I was like man this is it's unfair but you're going through, you're, you're doing the right thing, dude. And, uh, man, I feel for you. So I'm, I, it, does this happen a lot? Is this something that you guys li- that listening to this have run into? I'm really curious. This feels like an outlier, but I, I know, you know, trust me, I've, I've, I've had a fair amount of experience with religion in my life. And, and I can definitely tell you that, that I can see this happening. It just surprises me when it does. And I think that's the craziness um that's gonna do it as far as the news goes and the stories with the community. uh we're still waiting to hear what the heck is going on with October. I expect that next week or this coming week we'll probably actually get some information from rare in the the form of uh sea of thieve's news video, so keep an eye out for that this Wednesday. I'll probably dive into that uh next week pending any interviews that I might have, and um I kind of want to know what we're going to be getting for the Halloween event uh for the last two years in a row we've had the Festival of the Damned uh and the the uh oh man wait I was like well we'll just say Festival of the Damned we've had things to do you know Ford of the Damned was the last uh, venture into the Halloween spirit we got some awesome stuff as a result of that and uh I kind of want to know what this year will have in store maybe we'll actually just get some cool masks that have skeleton stuff on them or Kraken stuff on them like imagine can you imagine if we got the Kraken head but the Kraken head was just a mask that represented the Kraken's face and we never actually got the Kraken head for the we never got the body but we just got a mask that looks like the Kraken head that would be that would be some gutsy stuff there rare I I think that that's pretty funny. Um, outside of that uh pirates i know that in the discord i had a great time sailing with sightless combat this week we are continuing to sail every other weekends for now uh 7 a.m pst 10 a.m pacific and i think it's 2 p.m uh british time and um we're trying to get him to pirate legend uh right now the method that we're doing is order of souls uh gold hoarders and hunter's call because those are the those are the ones that he has the the best accessibility for uh so we're working on that um shout out to captain nev uh this weekend uh we sailed and we got him to pirate legend so thanks to captain balsania as well as darth for helping get those last few merchant levels it was really great to see and welcome another pirate legend to the game and uh if you guys are hitting pirate legend and you're in the discord um, there's an arbitrary system involved with the with the color scheme for your name let me know if you're pirate legend and you don't have a purple name because I can totally give you that I'm the only one that can give you that and I just need to know so other than that uh I'm going to be on Twitter as usual uh going out there and sharing all my thoughts and whatnot for uh Sea of Thieves as well as many of the other games and stuff that's going on in the industry if you want to follow me at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-O-N you're more than welcome to do so and if you want to send in an email I don't think I got any emails let me just double check real quick and see if I got any emails this week um no I did not get any new emails this week but I will say that your guys' reviews have meant a lot to me. Um, I'm pretty sure that I got another one. Nope. Looks like I read that one in with last week with the other two that I got. The only other thing that I wanted to touch on is that I am currently building up a Patreon. Uh, It is something that I am dabbling with right now because I'm looking for multiple ways that people can help support me. Uh, I've added merch in the past. I've had uh, sponsors now uh, as well as the network to try and make sure that there are ways that I can uh, offer you guys benefits for supporting me. So Game gamefly is a great way uh green man gaming is a great way audiobooks.com is a great way but the patreon is going to be my way of trying to promote uh the the show and, and and earn something back to help cover the the cost of the show I keep talking about this a lot I'm sure you guys are getting sick of it but if you're looking to get an ad free RSS feed for the show that's where Patreon is going to be. For $3 a month, you can get the ad-free version. Uh, we're going to be offering different tiers as far as like uh, higher tiers that'll get you called out on the show as a producer. Uh, you'll also get access in higher tiers to a specific Discord channel that I'll try to make sure that it's a very special channel for people that join up. And if you're really crazy and you want to support me uh, you can actually be one of the gold hoarders where you can actually get uh, swag as well as all of the benefits for the prior tiers as well too this is something that's still very early in stages I'm going to be talking to some friends that have Patreons to get some good advice on how to make sure that I'm offering the best value to the Patreon as I can uh, while it's within my means to be able to make sure that I can just get good content for you if you decide to join up again this isn't a need uh this is something that i'm just trying to do to supplement the cost of the podcast because unfortunately this is gonna uh just be something it'll getting a pod patreon going is i'm looking to try and get support so that i can start building foam padding for sound deadening foam for the walls, uh, that I can get a mixer so that I can actually knock out some of the, um, the noise that I have to spend time editing out as I'm recording. Uh, also I'm looking to try and get, a, a, a better system so that I can get one with a water cooled, uh, system so that I can actually have less fan noise going in, in this room. Um, all of those things are things that unfortunately take investment. And it's investment that I can do on my own, but having a Patreon is just something that helps out with that. Um, I've been gabbing on about that for far too long. I'm sure you're probably already sick about it, but that's kind of where I'm at with the podcast right now and how we're trying to build up as we continue getting closer and closer to the third year. Oh my God, are we doing this for the third year anniversary? We're getting closer. February is, I think, the third year. My God, it's been that long. Um, That's going to do it for this week pirates thank you to everyone that i sailed with uh congrats again to captain nev and, and captain balls on you for helping me get nev to pirate legend uh, thank you to all of those that shared your stories with me this week uh, i really appreciated reading those and uh they, that's gonna do it i i just i want to know what we're getting into so keep an eye out keep an, uh eye on the horizon pirates and with that i think that's gonna do it pirates thank you i love you and I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves. Have you ever wanted to learn more about geography without sitting through a snoozy old lecture? Geography Arcade is a weekly podcast all about your favorite video games and their geographic lessons, inspirations, and even some minor analysis. Some may say analysis. Boo! Well, we're going to learn and have fun while we talk about Pokemon, Elder Scrolls, and much more. Come join the adventure at Geography Arcade on your favorite podcatcher and YouTube.
1: In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything a chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart and their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of 2, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men, one wasteland, and so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast, rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing.